Welcome to The Uncomfortable Truth. I'm Alan Weiss, and this podcast is Who Can I Turn To? The next part of that line, of course, is When Nobody Needs Me. Who can I turn to when nobody needs me? Anthony Newley sang the song, and he co-wrote it. It comes from a Broadway play that was quite successful called The Roar of the Grease Paint and The Smell of the Crowd. Great title. Who can I turn to? You know, the extended family is gone. People are having many fewer children. Even the Hispanic population, which helped the growth of the United States in terms of replacing uh, lost citizens, that is, our, our, mortil- our morbidity rate was greater than our for- fertility rate. Even Spanish families are now having very fewer children. And we have scattered children. The kids grow up and they take off, increase mobility, seeking jobs elsewhere. I live in Rhode Island. I don't know what kind of future there is for young people here if they want to work for a company, if they're looking to work for corporations. In addition to that, we have a decline in religious affiliation. And so the pseudo-family, the religious family, the spiritual family has also declined. You know, by point of digression, the reason that Christianity spread so rapidly immediately after Christ, it spread from 12 disciples to about 60 million people or, you know, two-thirds of the Holy Roman Empire in just 300 years, which is statistically incredible, was because one of the benefits of Christianity was they created communities which helped each other, helped their members. And that's why I talk about communities today and not tribes. Tribes are exclusionary. Communities are inclusionary. But our communities are declining. My kids, boy and a girl, graduated from college with no debt. My wife and I paid for their college education out of my cash flow. They weren't saddled with debt. When my daughter was a freshman at the Newhouse School in Syracuse, you had to live in a dorm the first year. And the women in her dorm got together one night for a meeting. I don't know, maybe 40 of them. And they quickly found out that only three of them, only three of them, came from an intact family. That is, the original mother and father still married. I'm just pausing so you can think about that. Syracuse used to have a deal called Bop With Your Pop. And the fathers would come to Syracuse, and we'd dance with our daughters and meet their sorority sisters and so forth. And then an hour later, the mothers were invited in. It was really cool. Bop With Your Pop. I still have some commemorative mugs from it. But they had to end that because of gender identity pressure. Not everybody had a pop. Not schools today won't have a grandparent's day anymore. Not everybody has a grandparent. And just because somebody doesn't have something, no one else can have it either. Who can I turn to? You know, my kids won't have to take care of my wife and me. We've arranged for that. They won't be saddled. You know, a lot of people, some of you listening, have taken care of your children and your parents. I had to do that. And I did it proudly because I could, but not everybody can. It's a tremendous burden. Well, my kids won't have to take care of us. We've arranged for that. I'm not letting them put me in a home, if you know what I mean. But we've become a society of individuals. Individuals without common bonds. We have a very liberal mayor here in Providence, Jorge Elorza. He lives with a woman. He has never married her. This man's supposed to be a model for our community. And they had a child a year ago, and it was announced with great fanfare, and he still hasn't married her. Now, I know there are different mores today, but I think we have a responsibility as role models, and I don't think that's the right role model. Who can I turn to? 
Couples, you know, are having children later than ever. They're getting married later, having children later, and they are having fewer children. Uh, my daughter had, we had children at 27. My daughter was in her 30s. So what happens when your empty nest occurs when you're in your 60s or even 70s? My wife and I had an empty nest in our 40s. Our kids went off to school and we went off to discover the world. And we've been traveling for the last 30 years. And we've been free to do what we want for the last 30 years, including spending time with our kids and our grandchildren for the past decade. But if you're in your 60s or going on 70 and you're still looking to help pay off your kids' college debt, that's a different kettle of fish. Do you pay college tuition debt out of your social security payments? If you're 35 when you have a child, and that child has a child at 35, you're going to be about 70 as a grandparent, and forget being a great-grandparent. Who do you turn to? Your kids can't afford you anymore. The government is a bureaucratic bungle. Do you have enough savings? I read not long ago that the average baby boomer, and I'm the eldest of the baby boomers, but I think baby boomers started somewhere around 60 or maybe even a little earlier than that, but nonetheless, averaged about ten dollars to $20,000 in savings, in assets. That's incredible. People are traveling prodigiously on Thanksgiving, on the 4th of July, on Christmas, because families are no longer close. Something like 40 million people hit the roads this year. I think twice last year. Gas prices don't really matter. The economy's booming, but it's because families aren't close. You only get to see them twice a year or thereabouts. We often don't know our neighbors and we usually distrust strangers. We're becoming isolated and alone despite the internet, despite instantaneous communication, despite modern technology, I contend that we might be more alone than ever. Make sure there are people who need you because you're going to need them. And that is the uncomfortable truth. <laughs>